Tuned into the 7209 podcast with Ebby Okiefa and Marlon Parker. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. What's cracking, y'all? We back. It's Saturday night. And we up in this joint, the 7209 show with your boy DJ Eric Rock. Abby, call it what you want, man. Represent OKF Shades and with my boy, P, the Unstoppable. Man, Principal P, the MC. 7209. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to hit up with my phrase. Hey, it's been a minute, bro. <laughs> man, I talked to you yesterday, bro. Yesterday. What you talking about, man? Knock oh, man. What's, What's cracking good? with you, though? Bro, I'm chilling, man. It's a, it's a Saturday. Happy Saturday, man. Before we get into this, I want to take some time to give you a personal uh, congratulatory um, recognition and say congratulations on having your son. He's healthy. I seen the picture. He looked healthy. Man. You know <laughs> Eight pounds and all that. You know what I'm saying? He light-skinned, but it's cool. It's all good. Yeah. All <laughs> right, got man. Good, good all light-skinned baby. Man, good looking, man. It's, it's something about the color, man. I can't, I can't get not one dark-skinned child oh, man. in my life, but good looking, man. It's, it's a blessing, man. I, I got a boy now. He's finally here. So adorable, yeah. so handsome. I'm just um, every time I look at him, man. I just I'm just speechless, man. Speechless, and it's definitely an adjustment um, in our living situations now, especially for me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, newborn, uh, lack of sleep. I mean, it's not as bad right now. I mean, day out, he's only about what four or five days old, so he's like eat, sleep. That's it, mm-hmm. you know. Barely got his eyes open, but overall, man, nah, man, it's cool, man. I'm, I know I'm tired. <laughs> Sorry, man. We spend most of the days in the hospital, man, and, mm-hmm. you know, just dodging and tussling with COVID going on at the same time. So it's rough. But yeah, man. Nah, man. I'm happy, man. Thank you so much, man. I really do appreciate that. And um, yeah, we, we here, though, man. We skipped out on a week due to my circumstance, obviously, with uh with the newborn. And so we back, man, we're back at it, recording and uh, giving the people what they want. So with that being said, man, give the people what they want. There it is. <laughs> right. Nah, man. Nah, nah. Hey, you know, hey, that's, that's one of your lines right there. That man. is, that is, that's man. I'm she trying seen to have me play. She seen me play. <laughs> right. Nah, but you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to uh, drop that in there before we get into tonight's show. Tonight's show, we're going to talk about the culture. Yes, sir. For the culture. The culture. For the culture. So in tonight's episode. And this is episode five, y'all. Remember that. Episode five. five, You know, represent uh, P. That's right, man. The nickel on my bag, man. The five clubs. So we're going to talk about culture, man. Culture is your way of life, how, how one conducts themselves. And just really your day-to-day get down, man. So um, it's important that you, at least I think, that you surround yourself with like-minded individuals that come from the same culture as you. And I don't necessarily just mean like race or ethnicity or whatever. I'm talking about people that just subscribe to the same shit that you subscribe to. You know what I mean? Like let's say you, what is it like? Your circle of friends, like the people, the five people that you are closest to, you know, if they're millionaires and you're going to be the sixth, you know what I'm saying? If they're out there on some thug life shit, hey, you're going to be Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it is. You know, like the, like the old saying goes, man, sheep don't run with wolves. So surround yourself with them people, man. That's going to put you and keep you in that space. Like you, my brother. Yes, sir. You know how we do, man. You know, um, 
We keep it as simple and as straight to the point as possible, man. Gang recognize gang. You know what I mean? Um, it, it just is what it is, man. I mean, you know, we all um, adapt accordingly and 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 uh, we just attract, attract, you know, gang that fits your same gang, you know. And, and I know as 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 men, you know, I mean, come from similar or different backgrounds it really don't matter man you if you know the code without even having to put the code out there mm-hmm. i mean it just it just you know it works so well you know it mixes well the recipe just just meshes and that's how you and i get down you know since day one and um mm-hmm. a lot of cats that we have in our circle as well uh from the collegiate life leading up to where we at today man we just we just mesh so well man and and you don't have to say too much, man, because cats already know, you know, and, and that all leads back to the culture. And so, again, like you mentioned, man, this is uh, episode five. We're talking about for the culture. Um, and so with that being said, man, we're going to transition to the collegiate life, man. Like we we just mentioned, man, um, there were a lot of things that we had to establish, um, not only as fraternity men, but just men in general, man, when we came to college at Cal State. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, Cal State was cool when we first started, but it was cooler when we started. <laughs> <laughs> when we started, you know, if that, if, that, if that makes sense, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm bragging. Yeah, I'm bragging. I'm talking shit because, you know, I got the resume to do so. You know, my nigga P got the resume to do so. We got Certified. We got, we got degrees and it's stamped, which is what I tweeted yesterday because right it's legit. And so if you listening on here and you an original from our era, from our time, from the culture, you just know. You knew how we get down before we became Sigma Man. Like we just established that shit, you know, because let's let uh, Cal State San Bernardino is in San Bernardino, you know, but folks at that time. Notice that Cal State, yeah, the city itself was predominantly African-American and Hispanics. San Bernardino actually originated as just Mexicans, if, if folks don't know the history of San Bernardino. Um, and so as time moved on, you know, uh, black folks from L.A., you know, just the Inland Empire region in general. I'm not even talking about San Bernardino, but just the IE. But uh, blacks from the from L.A., you know, started to migrate, you know, from L.A. to the Inland Empire region. And San Bernardino was one of those cities, a small city, actually, but 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 real tight, you know, real tight knit, filled with African-Americans, you know, and Cal State San Bernardino became one of those schools, actually the only school uh, now that I can think about. That's the only Cal- California State University within the Inland Empire region. Um, if I'm wrong, correct me, Pete, but Cal State is the only Cal State out there. The next school after that is Cal State Fullerton, which is based out of Fullerton, um, roughly about 40 minutes away from Cal State San Bernardino. But anyways. My Pomona. Pomona. Cal Poly Pomona. Cal Poly. Hey, Cal State. Yes, sir. Okay. So Pomona. There it is. Uh, but San Bernardino, man. Yeah. So predominantly, uh, but percentage wise, we still didn't dominate at Cal State San Bernardino. Now that nah, I think about it. No, nah. I mean it, when you're the, the, when uh, the you're city itself, higher ed, like yeah. when you're when, when you're looking at higher ed at the at the collegiate level, man, there's not there's not a whole lot of African Americans there. Especially nah. during during that time. And if they were there, it was more women than men. I recall seeing a survey once at Cal State where it was like, as far as black women to black men, it was like six to one. That's crazy. And yeah. then what was the overall percentage for blacks in general? I think it was around 15 at the most. Shoot, was I was not, guessing I was guessing 10. 
Oh, well, I mean, maybe I'm putting extras on it, but between, I would say 10 and 12. So, so yeah, man. So, so, so what I, what I was saying was, is that like for, so back to the culture, like I know for me personally, I got there in 03, January. Um, and from where I'm from, originally from LA, I moved straight out to San Marino from LA. I was going to college in LA and transferred to San Marino. So I'm already like a little culture shock, you know, coming from LA to San Marino, like, oh right. shit, you know, I, and I'm staying in the do- uh, the apartments, mm. you know, it's not like I, I, I was at my parents' house or at my own spot. Like I'm on campus, mm-hmm. grown ass man. I'm not a freshman. <laughs> I'm a transfer student, hey, you know, no. <laughs> so, you know, you know, so, so like it wasn't really like no culture really established there, you know, but uh, as far as blacks, you know, we were kind of spread out, kind of doing our own thing. And like like we just mentioned, like when we attracted to each other, you know, game recognized game. And, and we were just like on some like, yo, let's just get things popping here, mm-hmm. you know, while we can. Let's let's make it memorable while we're here and let's, let's just get it popping, man. So there were di- different things that we got popping. Uh, whether it was just getting little little uh meetup groups up in the union, or what was that one uh spot where uh everyone was playing video games uh in the Village Square? Uh, in the Village Square, yes. Shout out to Reggie. Shout out man, to Reggie. Reggie and the ping pong table. He was and Reggie used to whoop my ass in ping pong. <laughs> Reggie was weak. <laughs> I think he's gonna go there. But nah, man, like it started there. And then, you know, the union was all right. It was cool. Yeah, the union was cool. And and then they went to the, you know, renovation and everything like that. But the commons, the commons, man. And then we went online. We went online and everybody saw that we went online. It was like, yo, it, it was actually surprising because. They gave us props like, yo, we we pulling for y'all to finish that that process out, which was shocking to us. Yeah, but, man, because I remember like we were we were already cool. Like yeah. when we like I came there because you got there in January 03. I got there in September of 03. Okay. Fresh out of the junior college in Rancho. So, I, man, I slid in there. I didn't know nobody. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I just came up there. You know me, man. I had my Kobe jersey on. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yeah, with your headphones. Man, with my headphones. I was like, I'm about to go up here, man, do my time and get out, do my two. And I'm gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ended up doing like three or four. You know what I'm saying? Because... I got fucked with on some classes, but man, it was, um, there wasn't, you're right. The culture for us wasn't necessarily established in a sense where we had arenas and spaces where we could be us, you know? And I think we brought a lot of that to the campus at that time, not all of it, but we definitely brought a portion of it. And once we entered into the frat, we just kind of took that and ran with it and expanded it, yeah. you know, but prior to us even, even being there, man, like five, five beta Sigma, um, you know, shout out to Dizzle, you know, Muse Dynasty, uh, you know, uh, Last of a Dying Breed, yeah. Clay and them. They had the Lyricist Lounge, right. like the OG Lyricist Lounge, man. And um, I remember going up there as, you know, a transfer student. I wasn't no freshman, man. You know, man, we had transferred into college at like 21. At, <laughs> like we get the university 22. at 21, 22. Yeah. Like, hey, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he's new. He must be. Nah, I ain't 18. Nah, nah, I'm grown, man. Nah, nah grown. I'm grown we're out grown. here, man. Yeah. <laughs> like straight we're up. Talk. We're For talk. real. So it was different, man. But just being a part of that early 
collegiate development as far as creating a culture for us, man, was just was just really like f- phenomenal. And it was different to see because the expectation was that we would bring this to the to the forefront and to the table. And we didn't even ask for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, leaders lead, you know, and people choose who they want to be led by. And it's not really like, oh, I'm going to be a leader. Like leaders are given, you know, leadership because they have followers because they're leaders. You know what I mean? So it's a cycle that perpetuates itself. So we didn't ask to be given the keys. They just gave it to us. And we just kind of ran with it. Just ran with it, man. We just made it happen. We came up with different innovative ideas on top mm-hmm. of the ideas and, and um, different initiatives they already had in place. So we just took it in and made it our own, you know. And um, <coughs> and that's 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 where, you know, the culture came into place, you know. Um, I, I am grateful that, the, like you said, man, Musar Dynasty um, has some things in place for us to to work with. You know, uh, they already had a plan in place. Um, it just needed to be polished a little bit and and make it our own. You know, and um, um, and so yeah, man, you mentioned the lyricist lounge was one. Um, I, I will say, not only was the lyricist lounge one, um, we brought in some new talent, uh, which. Killed the game. I know you had one of your showcase guests uh, earlier tonight, man, who was one of those contestants, um, actually a winner who came through and dusted every one of the contestants off the stage, man. Massacre. So, yeah, man. Uh, what was your boy's name again? Man, my boy Triune, man. I.E. Triune, man. He I. been on tour with KRS-One. Right. Entrepreneur, good dude, man. He's a good brother. You know what I mean? So we gonna, we, gonna, we, we definitely going to get them on for sure, man, as a guest on, on, a man. on the 7209 show, man. We 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 gonna get them all. Shout out to Tryon, man. But but yeah, man, he he was one um, as well. And then man, one thing we did do um, that we love to do, man. We we used to always clown, man. We used to have shooting sessions, dog. I mean, whether it was amongst us as a group within our circle, or I know we, you and I especially, man. We, we used to by gun on people, and we just gunning, man. We be in the student <laughs> union, sitting there waiting on people to come in, like, oh, oh, look, 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 ooh, <laughs> just start gunning. And if anybody went to college <laughs> during that time, you know, I was some singles, you know, when someone oh. say, <laughs> you already know what it is, man. Oh man, it was so already know. They walked in, rushing the class, and they know that walking in that was their shortcut path. Mm-hmm. When they seen us, dog, and heard the the, the little woo, they oh, was like, head. "Oh no, they have to turn around." Like, look, I'll oh, take head. the long way. I'm not having it today. But it was it, love, though. It, it was love. love. Like it, it was, was like love. we're gonna talk bad about you, but we are gonna hug. Yeah, you. yeah like, it wasn't like sure. we trying to humiliate you. It was just like <laughs> I know you didn't come in here like that. <laughs> and then they would come and talk and talk mess about us. P, you sneaky, yeah. dingy, like oh, yeah. you tripping. Like, and it was just, it was just really our opportunity to like say hello. So we turned, we turned that into a shooting lounge. Like it wasn't even a lyricism; it was called the snapback. So we had, we had a session where, like, man, it, it was, it was a show, man. We had multiple judges um, up in the seven two zero nine spot, man. It was like official. We had multiple uh, comedians, you know, amongst ourselves come up in there and they was just gunning at each other, man. Just in there and gunning, man. Just is gunning, that an unofficial man. jersey? Remember that one? <laughs> is you in the league or is you oh, not in the league? Man. Shout out to Raji, man. Oh, man, Raji, bro. Like, man. we used to, man, we was in 729 just getting it in, man, just shooting lounge. But what it did was it gave us something to do. Yeah. And it gave us a space for us to be us. Nobody walked out of there and caught a fade. Nobody nah. was getting shot at. 
it was just an opportunity for us to do what we love to do within our own space and just be us. Because after that, man, we turn up the music, you know what I'm saying? And we got some drink flowing and we in there chilling. Right. It just it was it was an event and that was a very social event. But aside from the social aspect of what we conducted at Cal State, since we're still focusing on the college um, situation, we actually did something within our chapter. It was called the Black Dollar Days. Mm. And I remember vividly at that time I was working at Cajon High School. I was an, an, an instructional aide and it was his family, black family, the Harris family. Mm-hmm. And they had these two daughters that that went to Cajon. And I was working there and I talked to them and stuff. And they, their dad, Mr. Harris, man, he's an OG from somewhere. Cause he, man, solid brother, man, super solid. He actually owned a seafood spot right there on 40th and Waterman, mm. right next to celebrities with them stacked dentists. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> right. So we actually slid up in there and I believe Antonio was one of the people that really like uh, championed this and really like campaigned it. But yeah, we was in there, man, Black Dollar Days. And we just pretty much chose a day. We heavily promoted it to the same strength that we do a party. We just hung out a hair of seafood and they gave us a percentage of whatever they earned that day. And we donated it or whatever. You know what I mean? It was really just an opportunity for us to try to give back. So we didn't hang out in the union that day. We hung out a hair of seafood for like, man, like four or five hours. Yeah, man. And traffic just came through, man. It was it was awesome. I think we did like two or three times. That spot isn't there anymore. Due to probably, uh, man, it's been so long. Probably uh, the the great re- re- the great recession. recession. I was gonna say recession. of like two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, yeah. or whatever. But man, prior to that, like oh five oh six, man, we was out there here seafood, put, really putting it down, man. So we've always been ones to kind of like push this culture forward. Um, another thing that we did that's semi social, but really just more so knowledge based and informative. You know, that's my lane: knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. So I ha- I hosted open forums with this alpha named JB. Shout out to my boy JB. And it was called Our Voices. And all we did was kick it in the student union and talk about current events. And we didn't even have like no cab funding. We didn't have any like documented organization. It was just more or less like P, JB, Sigmas, couple alphas. We just gonna hang in the union and talk about current events to the point where it started out with like two, three, four, five people. We looked up, man, and after about a month period, we had like 50, 60 people in the union and it was all off the book. So they couldn't tell us not to really, you know, assembly. But we just went there and just bossed up the union, man, and just talked about political events at that time. Uh, Senator Obama running for office, uh, everything, man, from um, child child labor to, to hip hop to relationships to Everything, man. We we just really, really went in and really, really had an opportunity to try to discuss and really enlighten people, you know, because at that time, man, I'm thinking like this is like oh six. So we were really the older heads at that yeah, point. You yeah. know, 25 years old. So you know I, I mean? assume I assume this was probably after I left because like fall oh six. Mm-hmm. Because um yeah, I was gone spring of 06 mm-hmm. and um and so yeah you and jb definitely held it down mm-hmm. after that and you guys were the last of the um older heads um mm-hmm. i don't think if, if not the only older heads not to think about it <clears throat> so that's what's up man yeah man i mean I, like i said like we're we're talking about man like we we held it down man at cal state and and transitioning and, and it, it really helped us um, with what we're currently doing in our lives today, you know, as um, educated professional black men um, trying to make moves, you know, uh, within our entrepreneur circle. 
but also trying to give back to the community um, to the best of our abilities. And we had the experience from our collegiate lives um, to help us out with what we're doing today. So um, I know for me, I've, I've done some initiatives, uh, mostly church-based related um, to where I've partnered um, with my church to, you know, give back to the community um, in regards to doing community outreach events. And um, most importantly, man, just giving back to the younger, the younger man um, within high school, you know, just, just doing the little big brother, little brother type thing, man, and just showing them the way in regards to just how to live life in general, uh, giving back to them in regards to just providing them with my wisdom of how I grew up, you know, coming from the uh, the city life, man, um, mm-hmm. growing up in Compton, man, and, and just, you know, growing up quick at an early stage, man, taking responsibilities, man, getting to school by any means necessary, you know, and, and not being late, and just little simple stuff like that, taking care of my work, you know, and, and I keep it real, man. We talked about females, you know, just, just opening the forum for them to talk to me and vice versa, just trying to counteract with what would be the best advice I could provide for them, you know, um, just keeping it real, keeping it 100, you know what I mean? That. And they need that, man. They need somebody to relate to. And so, so, you know, uh, shout out to my church, man. Um, Transformation Church, you know, in Chino Hills, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, man, overall, that's the thing, man. You know, just, just trying to make moves, you know, uh, I try to gravitate towards young man um, before I had my boy because I had girls at yeah, the house. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I, so I, when I leave these doors, man, I'm over here looking for young boys like, yo, you know, how can I be of assistance within your life? You know what I mean? Because I just felt like that was my and still is that still is my my role um, as a man. You know what I mean? And, and, and so, yeah, man. But that's one, you know, that I can relate to um, in regards to in regards to continuing that culture and re- referring back to where I came from, man, and just giving back. And that's mm-hmm. the key. That's the key about for the culture, man. It's about not forgetting where you came from, not forgetting where you came from. And what are you doing with that? You know, and, and cats tend to forget that. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, man. So you think your sneakers look good, huh? Check this out. <laughs> Even the most exclusive sneakers once purchased look identical to everybody else's sneakers. Can I get a holla holla? So how do you take your boring regular sneakers and convert them to unique dynamic sneakers that will stand out? Yo, that answer is easy. You need to g- g- get laced with Get Lace Shoelaces. Yes, sir. Yeah, Get Lace is a lifestyle shoelace retailer dedicated to inspiring customers through a unique combination of products, creativity, and cultural understanding. We just want you to upgrade your sneakers. So get laced. Visit GetLacedLaces.com or check us out on Instagram at GetLaced.com. Underscore upgrade your sneakers with a black owned business that provides international shipping, wholesale, custom, and fundraising options. Upgrade them sneakers, baby. He's a genius, man. Get yours today at getlacelaces.com. Premium sneakers need premium laces. I know for you, you put in some work, man, in a higher education, um, constantly, man, still to this day. Um, when it comes to establishing the culture and, and just because because you know how it is man you already know with higher education how uh, they try to already teach you stuff 
out of your realm as African Americans, as blacks, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and try to try to brainwash you. I call it brainwashing, but mm-hmm. uh, we got individuals like yourself, which we are every day in desire need of to be up in there, man, and just keep it real, you know. Yeah. Uh, and for you, man, you 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 rare. You're a rare meat because you are a not only you cool as fuck mm-hmm. and you're a real nigga and you keep it real, but straight up. It's not too many of you that's a, a historian. You know what I mean? Like Right. It be dudes <laughs> that keep it real, but they don't but they don't know that shit. They don't know that shit. They don't know that shit. Like, I, be, like, I be keeping it real and I'm like, hella knowledgeable. Yeah, my nigga be hey, but but my nigga P be throwing like years, like, yeah, my nigga like 18 old, whatever, man. I'll be like, damn. <laughs> Oh, 18. Damn, dog. Like, like one time my nigga threw the AD behind it. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, dog. Uh, Let me get on my phone real quick. I think he doing too much. I look it up. I'm like, dude, this nigga beat was up. AD. My nigga, my nigga threw the AD. And I ain't AD. talking about Anthony Davis. God damn. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I but was you know like, what, man, man. I've been, I'm done. I've Just been on. Um, it's legit. <laughs> I've been studying for a very, very long time, man. I remember I was growing up, man. Like my dad. You know, shout out to my pops, man. He, he just used to just give us so much game, man. When we was young. We went on a trip to Mississippi. Um, my grandparents are from Mississippi, um, and they moved here right before my father was born in '55. Okay, you know, on some like Emmett Till departure type stuff. You know, racism was heavy then. You know, segregation, all of that. So they were like, nah. We're not raising our kids in this. And they had, at that point, dad had two kids, two two sons, my two older uncles, and they relocated to Watts at that point. But man, so Pops was always heavy on like knowledge. And I was young, man. I'd be like, yo, dad, what does this mean? And he'd be like, hey, man, go look it up. Like that was his go to, like, go look it up. I'm talking about like 92, like ain't no Google. Like I had a, we had this old encyclopedia set probably from like 87. It's like 93, 94. We had an 87, maybe, maybe 90 at the earliest, man. Encyclopedia Britannica set, man. It was these white books. And it was, you know, maybe 28 books or whatever. And I used to go in there, man. I was constantly in my pop's office, man. Like just going through stuff, looking up stuff, looking it up, looking it up. And my siblings did a little bit of that too. But I was in there constantly. I had questions, man. I've been inquisitive my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I always had questions, you know, so... He like really pumped that game and that knowledge into me by making me research, man. Ultimately, it's what led it's what led me to uh, becoming a historian. That and the Wu Tang Clan and like hip hop music and knowledge itself, you know what I'm saying? And just you know all, all of that, man. The, the Nation of Gods and Earths, like all all that wrapped up into one kind of is what really created me. So I give back, man. I'm a firm believer, man. That knowledge don't mean shit if it, if it ain't applied properly. So I don't care what you know if you're not using it properly, it don't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? So. So that's what now that I know who I am and I know what what I could have been and I know where I'm at, despite all of those obstacles and despite the things that I had to overcome within me and as well as around me, I know that I have to pump that knowledge of self into others. And that's what really led me into teaching. I loved history. I loved working with kids. I loved applying the knowledge that I had acquired and and showing, showing and telling or showing and proving rather. And I want to show and prove what I had acquired. So my goal was always to help the youth become the best version of themselves. So I've connected with many different organizations right now. Um, I'm championing um, or better yet, I'm campaigning towards uh, increasing parent involvement within my own district. When I was working in Colton in my previous district, we started the African-American Parent Advisory Council in that district. 
And it pretty much like we started that myself and my homie, Tanisha Jackson. Shout out to Tanisha Jackson. Her and I had a meeting one day during a conference. We was chopping it up and folks kind of started to like corral around us and listen to the game. Her and I were dropping and it ended up leading over time into this initiative and this and this uh, this movement within my district to try to get an, an increased involvement for the African-American parents within that district. So dealing with that. And that in itself is an overwhelming obstacle that one must overcome. How to get parents involved in a system that they don't even believe in, which is challenging because I work within the district and I don't believe in. Mm. So you're asking someone who necessarily isn't a part of, of a district and the only experience that they have as far as K through 12 is one that it is their own, which may have been good, bad or whatever or indifferent. You're asking them to believe in you. And that's a difficult thing to do, because if their experience was negative, all they know is the negativity that existed within their own experience. So it's a system that I constantly challenge. Do I believe in it? Uh, yeah, more or less. But whole wholeheartedly? Hell no. Right. Not at all. And I go on and uh, you can document that or whatever. Like I go on record with that. I ain't got no problem with that. I can defend it. Yeah. But it's important, it's imperative that we as a culture, as a people, educate the youth and the parents as well. So that way they can know and be empowered when they're encountering systemic racism and unconscious bias within public education. And I know I harp on that a lot, y'all, but that's what I know. I breathe it. I deal with it every day. Yeah. Uh, every I, day. That's you know? real talk. That's real talk, man. I can I can piggyback off of that because um uh I go through the same thing with my child, man. Uh well, really my oldest child. Big to me, man. She, uh, my ten-year-old. She, she knows suck, but at the same time, she's one of those individuals that's like, I wouldn't say she's naive. I wouldn't call her naive. She knows what's up. I think what her problem is is it's not really a problem, to be honest with you. Let me not say that, but it it does tend to be a problem, and that is her heart is so big to where what you describe as certain individual within higher education that do certain things, bro, like not keeping it real, like take advantage of, of the minority kids. You know what I mean? Um, and, and what I'm pertaining to is how they grade them in certain assignments mm -hmm. because they come to the assumption that they're black and they, they are, they're, they're assuming that, they, the kids don't, the black kids don't know the right answer to a certain problem and or don't write a certain paragraph accordingly to how they want them to write them. Mm -hmm. But yet there's another kid who's white who does half-ass shit and gets a better grade than my child. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that shit. I've, I've like seen that personally. Like, and so, but my daughter, she tends to like, Take it as if, oh, well, I'll just do better next time, dad. Or um, she said I didn't do this, so I guess I didn't do it. But she doesn't know that she did. My child doesn't know that she did do it. Or here's another one, man, which is a trip. My daughter will get like a six out of 10 on an assignment. And this is mm -hmm. just an example. Mm -hmm. and, and the teacher will write very good. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Yes. <laughs> on the fucking paper, my nigga. And my daughter will bring it to me and she's like, yeah. Dad, I got a six out of ten. This is yeah. very good. I was I'm like, no, I'm like, no, no, this shit is terrible. Right. This is not good. What you mean? This is who why do you believe this is good? Because my teacher said she said it's very good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, look. So when you talked about parents 
and educating the parents. Empowering, empowering. Empowering, right. educating, you are so on point because mm-hmm. it starts with them in order to translate that information to the children. Mm-hmm. So I use myself as an example. I had to sit my daughter down. And I had to break down the grading scale because, you which know, is, which is they don't they bullshit. don't break, which is bullshit. But the, the grading scale that I'm referring to is like the the typical 90 to 100 is a, a 80 to 89 is a B. Yeah, it's bullshit. You know, that type, that type yeah. of shit is bullshit. Mm-hmm. But she needed to be aware of that shit because she has no clue. She has nothing. She has no foundation yeah. from a grading scale and how that looks. She just she's just walking with somebody telling her that a five out of 10 or a six out of 10 is good. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I had yeah. to like break it down to her. Like, no, that shit is not good. Like, and let me tell you why, even though we know it's bullshit, but she got to work the system herself. You know what I mean? She got to know what she's working with. So I broke it down to her and she's like, Oh, so I was like, yeah, don't believe that shit. Like Mm-mm. in this house, this is what we working with. This is what we going to do. This right. is what we going to follow. Right. This is what you need to hit. This is your target point. And from that point on, that's what she's been on. Right. She's been trying to target that. And then I'll take it to the next level. Take them. Let's go. Let's go. Her teacher, her teacher. Yeah, I'm calling her. I don't give a fuck. Her oh, teacher, her <laughs> teacher, man, had her do an assignment, bro. It was like a. Uh, it was a. Uh, she had to do a project where she had to do research on the Pacific Coast region. Uh-huh. She gave her multiple bullet points on the criteria that she had to research. Uh, research on the Pacific Coast region. Mm-hmm. Uh, do pictures, write like a one or two line um, description on uh, uh, different, you know, uh, foods within the region, what activities needed to be done within the region. Um, what else? Uh, plants, animals, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, a little basic shit. The culture. The culture. Mm-hmm. And it, it required it required a parent to help her. I said, oh, you done fucked up. <laughs> you done fucked up. Put me in the game, coach. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do this then. So I'm like, cool. We're going to get full points on this shit. So we t- we and it, t- it it required her. The timeline was a week, about a week and a half for her to do this. So I was like, cool. So we got some colorful construction paper. We did some research on it, printed out, printed out our stuff in color. You know, met all the criteria, bro. It was a brochure. So she had to do one of those pamphlets, mm-hmm. fold it, you know, and print out the pictures, print it up, write a description, you know, on every section or whatever. Anyway, to make a long story short, though, we went on ahead. We completed it, man. She turned it in. Took a picture of it, actually, because, you know, we still distance learning. So she took a picture of the front and the back. Uh, the total possible points for this for this project was 40 points. So we turned it in. I'll say two days later, the teacher provided us with, a, uh, with, with her uh, her uh, her points. So what she graded her on. Bruh, she gave her a 34 out of 40. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, and, and, and a B team brought it to me. I said, what's up? She was like, yeah, I got a 34 out of 40. That's cool. I was like, nah, that ain't cool. Tell mm-hmm. me that's cool. Because I did it with her and we did everything on that shit. Right. I looked at it. Her teacher wrote, she didn't include any, uh, uh, she left out a section. The section was she didn't include it. The animals and plants. She didn't put in, uh, uh, um, she talked about the Pacific Coast region. She didn't talk about the whole Pacific Coast area in totality i'm like huh and then uh what else did she talk about um there was probably another section that she left out that she said she did not include 
So I wrote her teacher. I said, hey, first of all, the plants and the animals, it was on the back of her project. So that told me that the teacher, when she opened up the email and the link, she only looked at the front, saw what she saw, and assumed that a beat to me didn't complete the other criteria to the project. Mm-hmm. She didn't look. We put two links, dog. The two links uh, were two pictures, the front and the back. She only looked at one link. And how did I know? Because I set up a meeting with the teacher and I had a discussion with her on Zoom. And I let the teacher talk, let her rumble, saying, hey, be somebody can do this and that. Um, but before I continue on, I just wanted to make sure, did you understand, you and your wife understand the criteria of the project? I said, yeah, I sure did. I did understand her. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 I knew what she was getting. I knew what she was getting at. I knew she was getting at. But I was like, no, I did. I did. She was like, oh, okay. Well, this is what happened. So I let her, I let her rumble. I let her talk, whatever. And when she was done, I was like, you know what? That's funny that she mentioned that she didn't include those particular items that you, you claim that she did not include. There's another link that she's showing me here of your screen that you're sharing with me that you did not click on. Dog, her face expression was ridiculous. <gasps> oh, yeah. Hey. yeah. Clicked the on gas. it. She saw it and mm-hmm. included everything she said my daughter did not have. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her like, you tripping. You wrong. And from and she felt stupid, bro. She felt stupid. She stereotyped our household on some real shit. She yeah. stereotyped our household. She stereotyped my daughter and our household. Right. It made it seem like we just we just didn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, man. Like a, it pissed me off, bro. Everyday occurrence. It pissed me off. And I know, I know you go through that shit, but and, and and I use you, uh, I use you as my go-to, you know, because you tell me all this on a regular basis, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it leads in it, and folks, just re- just just remember, we're not trying to get off topic. Like, there's a reason why we're mentioning all this because, again, we got to represent for the culture. We got to let these folks know, like, we not dumb. Like, we take this shit seriously. We take our education seriously, which you and I both have credential-wise, and we mentioned that in the beginning of the show. And folks try to play us. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And for those that ain't don't have credentials but still out there doing their thing, I salute you, too. Facts. Real shit. And so, but it's, 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 it's on some next level type shit when we got kids, mm-hmm. like ain't no excuses as parents. Mm-mm. We got to rep for ourselves and we got to rep for our kids and we got to instill everything that we gone through and everything we're trying to do to our kids so they can keep that shit going. One, yeah, shit. like it's, it's, it's so necessary, dog. Like you said a lot that resonates so deep within me. Like it's, I can't even begin to touch on it because it's a, it's a topic for another episode. I mean, I can go into public ed all day long. I've lived it for 15 of them, not including my own personal experiences. You know what I'm saying? So pretty much with the exception of like, well, not, there's no exception. I mean, I've, I've been in school either as a student or as an employee my whole life. Crazy, right? My entire yeah. life since I was five, six years old. I've been in in a school setting as an employee or as a student. So I'm either giving knowledge or I'm receiving it, allegedly. There's a lot of overcompensation, a lot of under-delivering going on right now, man. Like that that story, it's very common. But but check this out. To continue with that, I I forgot about this point. Sorry to cut you off, but... No doubt. This 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 is what really tripped me out, P. When she noticed she was wrong, uh-huh. she apologized. She said, you know what? I'm going to give her the points that is deserved to your daughter. We got off. I said, no problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. We good. We got off. Bro, she emailed me immediately and said, I'm so sorry. I apologize. 
I don't want no problems. Huh? Mm-hmm. What you mean you don't want no problems? <laughs> like, she don't, I didn't she come don't, off like she don't. I didn't but, come off at you like that. But you don't. And, and here's the thing, dog. You don't. You don't even have to come off like that. The moment that you even enter the I know, room, I know. I know. You're threatening. I know. You know I'm just saying? like that on a work field. Like too for you me, come man. in there and saying, like, because you come in there, hey, how you doing? Hello. And then when it's your daughter, she and the teacher say something slick, you like, hold up. Yep. Hey, and you like, hey, check this out, yo. And then it's yep. like, whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that's that's how things go, you know, like the code switch goes on and you start keeping it Compton. And yeah. they're like, hold up, hold up, like some some something ain't right. You know, and it happens, dog. It happens all the time. That's, you that's know, crazy, like man. I constantly crazy. coach coach kids on like what to do when they're encountering, you know, uh, administration, when they are encountering teachers. And it's really it's really a culture shock, man, for a lot of people when we when we enter into these professions and we come into these spaces that we're not supposed to be in using air air quotations, not supposed to be in. And we shine yeah. and we impact, you know, like we touched on the last episode with Boogie, the presence of a black man on a public school campus. There's nothing like it. Nothing. There are people who strive and try and take and read books and go to seminars and take classes and write papers and try to gain as much knowledge as they can as to how to deal with our kids. And I walk up to them and just say, Hey, what's up, man? What's the deal? And all the and all the barriers are down. They come into me because we from the same culture. It's that level of understanding. Mm-hmm. The problem is we have to make sure that we monitor what our kids are learning yeah. and what they're not learning. Yeah. Because like you said, you got a six out of 10. Good job. Did, did, did you have lowered expectations for my kids compared right. to someone else's? Exactly. Is that why this is a good job? Do you assume that... She's not read to at night. Do you assume that she's not, you know, learning outside of the classroom? Like where does the does the assumption and the unconscious bias lie? And some of the bias ain't even unconscious. It's right there. It ain't in your even face. Unconscious. It's, in your it's face. right there in your face. It's you know what face. I'm saying? So, man, 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 man. Anyway, brother, <laughs> check us out. So because as as you was talking, I'm like, I'm like jotting down notes and I'm, I got a whole a whole lot of stuff to to discuss on that topic. So we're going to maybe address that later. But shout out to Nashe. She's working working on a parent's guide to public education that will be on sale very soon. Of course, to help you. I'm working with that. And we're going to help people be able to navigate this public education system. And it's going and it's going to be real. It's fuck. It's needed. It's it is what needed. it is. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, but as far as the culture goes for for what we doing, um, it's important we stay involved in our kids and our kids' lives, man. And they, and we subscribe to uh, various avenues to assist in their learning. You know, and it's not just inside the classroom. It's outside the classroom. It's saying things like "Go look it up." It's really making sure that that they are educated as a whole person day in and day out. I mean, 18 comes quick. I mean, my son will be 13 in, in July. It's crazy. 18 coming quick, dog. You know what I'm saying? And at 18, you know, I, I can't do nothing for him, according to what the law say. You know, the age of majority. Right. You know what I mean? But we just got to keep on keep on pouring in, man. Just, just keep pouring, 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 despite 
all the obstacles that they are facing. Yeah, but man, yeah. um, all in all, man, be the person you needed when you were younger. If you mm-hmm. needed somebody to be a certain way and conduct themselves in a certain manner when you when you were younger, be that person. Because somebody out there that's like you needs someone just like like you. Switching it up, man. Business. I'm a transition right there. Business, man. What's cracking with with OKF for shades, man? Man, OKF for shades, man. We we just out here trying to get ready for spring, bro. Like you know, winter was been. It's been okay. Kind of slow down after Black Friday. I'm gonna be be real, be honest. You know, all businesses have their ups and downs, and so um, I'm just in that pivot mode right now. But um, I am attending to other service lines that we have popping right now. So <clears throat> we got the optometry um, accounts coming into place, man. We just winding down uh, right now in regards to these partnerships, man. So uh, yeah. Uh, recently, actually, which has been the milestone to perfect timing, actually, is to getting into these uh, optometry offices, man, with mm-hmm. my frames. We came out with our limited editions, man. Um, I remember I told you about that, man, in our last segment or maybe two shows ago. Actually, two shows ago. Yeah, I was coming out with our limited editions, man, that are called the Drips. Is that the so, one that's going for 100? They going for 100, man. I told your ass. They going for 100, man, off top. Off top, they drips, man. They fire, man. So we got about like eight different colors, man. Some nice, beautiful colors, actually, man. We we actually had to get out of our shell. So uh, they sell them pretty cool, man. They sell them pretty cool. We still got some available. If you haven't had your opportunity to get dripped up, man, go hop on the site, okfshades.com and get dripped up, man. OKF Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Top quality, unique, signature, fresh, trendy. Our shades provide significant UV light protection for eyes, and we have the best customer service around. The freshest and trendiest styles for both men and women. The finest shades to fit your style. OKF Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Visit www.okiefashades.com. That's O-K-I-Y-E-F-A Shades.com. Or on IG or Facebook at OKF Shades. Or on Twitter at DJ Ebrock. Hold your pants up and your head high. This is Luxury 3, the premier source for high-end fashion and accessories. Our two feature products are the Deluxe Blackberry and Deluxe Black Cherry Men's Belts. Here at Luxury 3, we encourage creativity and ownership so our kids will know that if they can believe it, they can achieve it. To order your Luxure 3 accessories, head over to Luxure3official.com. That's Luxure3.com. And also follow us on Instagram at Luxure3official. And now, back to the show. But nah, man, uh, that stood out to uh, my current account that I have a solidified partnership. Um, They own it. They own it, man. They uh, look at it as one of those uh, Versace slash... Louis Vuitton type realm, you know? And so I was like, Hey, say less. Thank you. I'm glad I'm in that category, man. That's, that's pretty huge to me. You know, Okiefa to be alongside the Louis Vuitton and Versace type, uh, uh, category. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. take these frames for sure and throw them up in there. So, so we working on that right now to get them, put them up in there. Um, it should be put up in there in February, but all my other frames, man, we got that going. Got the, uh, the lion sheet popping up, man. I got, 
I got uh so it's a different realm, man, from from the retail online to being in an actually optometry shop, bro. I'm learning a lot. I'm really learning a lot, man. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a whole different sector. And it's so cool because um I got this individual, uh shout out to Miss Mrs. Bronda Carter, man. She's an optometrist. She's showing me the game. The game. She's showing me the game. It's just a totally different ballpark, man. And I'm in there. I'm in there, man. And and so I'm getting right with her in her shop in Beverly Hills. And once everything gets uh pretty much solidified and going, she's like I said, I'm in there. It's just she's getting me right, man. She's getting me right to be on the same lane as the other top big name competitors, man. Um, meaning I need a, I'm working, I'm having a board. It's like a, a, they call it a POS board where basically I got my, uh, my marketing board, uh, in our office with my, with a picture of someone on it, a big board actually, um, with my logo. And then I have my frames like catered around it. I don't know if Mm. you guys know, if you've ever been to an optometry spot, you know, where you go in, you got your prescriptions, you get your eyes checked out, get your prescriptions, and then you pick out what you want. Like, and then they have all the different name brands and different sections. Well, with those name brands and different sections, each name brand owned glasses company has their own particular sections section with a big ass marketing board and just mm-hmm. different frames set out. They have their own section. And you just go in there and pick out what you want. So mine's, I got a section. The OKF so, section. You got an okay. OKF section. Hey, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. So, <laughs> so how many frames are you are you sending them? Uh well, they it's up to them. It's up to them. So far, so far, they're still picking, but so far they've picked out about seven seven frames out of my catalog. And how long have you been in business? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> about eight eight nine months now eight nine months and yeah. where's the store located at again beverly <laughs> hold on hold on, hold on. I, I don't think i don't think i heard you where's the store located it's again? A, it's in beverly hills beverly hills 90210 yeah man oh shit. <laughs> it's crazy it is crazy though man it is crazy man it's it's a humbling experience man it really is. It's still mind boggling. It is, man. But, hey, but yeah, man, that's, that's crazy. Man. That has been my main focus, man. Like uh, with the online thing, it's, it's kind of, you know, sales is a little bit down, but it's still going. It's kind of equilibrium stage. But I'm looking at the bigger picture, man. I'm trying mm-hmm. to expand right now. And this is my expansion right now, man. I'm right. trying to get, get in these storefronts. But you're learning the game. You know what I mean? Learning, and, and, and the and that in itself is priceless. Like I I yeah, I yeah. we've talked, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like we share a game, you know what I'm saying? So like right. the things you shared, I'm like, damn, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, and it yep. makes sense, yep. you know, because we operate thinking, you know, like one level is like, I'm in the DMs, like I'm selling shit out the DM. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get to Shopify, yo, I'm at the Shopify, like holler me on my website, bam, bam, bam. But the next level like, is like, yo, I want to like wholesale your stuff. And you're like, yeah, you know, you can come grab it on the, on the like, on my on my Shopify with the whole wholesale tip. And it's like, nah, bro, like that's not how business is really conducted. Like wholesale doesn't necessarily mean I need to buy everything right now. I want to open up a wholesale, like like vendor spot, like vendor, right. I don't want to call it a license, but like a vendor invoice, like yeah. get down so I can gr- grab what I need at this price whenever I need it. Exactly. I, without having to buy a hundred pairs at one time, which is all new to us, you know what I'm saying? I didn't go to school for this. I'm a, nah. I'm a historian. Yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you in yeah. healthcare. We right. ain't go to school for this. All this is nah. new profit and loss and 
and all of that. And all these things are things we're learning on the fly and email marketing and text message marketing. Like I didn't have to go to school for that, man. I learned World War Two. I learned civil rights. You know, right. I learned pedagogy. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn, you know, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? marketing and things like that. You know what I'm Why saying? Like, said pedagogy. That's it. Right. 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 <laughs> so I didn't really yeah. have to have to, you know, um, acquire this type of knowledge during adolescence up until the moment when I decided to open up my own business, you know? So the game that you're getting is dope. Shout out oh, to man, you. man, man, good looking, man. Priceless. And, and it's, it's priceless, bro. It's a humbling, priceless experience. And, but, it, but at the same time, like it all originates to the culture. Like anybody that I'm working with, I'm, I'm not trying to get commercialized. Don't commercialize my ass. Like I'm letting them know, like, <laughs> yo, there's culture behind this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's in the name, know. man. It's oh, in the yeah. name. It's in the name. It's in the it's colors. In the name. Yeah. Right. So I'm, those are the I'm, colors of the Ni- of the Nigerian flag, yep. right? Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm making all that stand out as I'm as I'm partnering up with these different different accounts, you know? And so and and they cool with it, cool, you know. And and I want to make sure that we align accordingly in regards to what what our uh, mission and our motto is all about, you know, and, and seeing how they can help me push that forward because they have the platform, you know what I mean? And so I want to take advantage of that as much as possible and learn at the same time. So, um, so yeah, man, that, that's pretty much it for me, man. Just, just going through the motion with that situation. I'm not coming out with any new shades at the moment. I kind of, um, I actually learned something from you, um, that you, that you grasped from, uh, Damon John, man, and, mm-hmm. you know, not not going to, in too deep on having a uh, overload of your inventory, you know, and and so I I'm I'm I'm, I'm cool, you know. My catalog is actually my catalog is a little too big, actually. So I kind of want to you know t- tone it down a little bit um, with the current catalog that I have. You know, I got a I got a selection of different styles, but but I want to leave it at that. And it's tempting though. Man, I want to come out with some new stuff. I, I I do have some stuff pending um that I like, but I want to wait. I want to wait worst case scenario until spring, summertime and just see how that goes, man. And, yeah. and you know, and just leave it at that, man. But that's that's pretty much it, nah, bro. Nah, man. I'm I'm learning, you know, in my conversation with Damon John from Shark Tank, man. He he was just like, yo, like, you know, don't he's like start narrow, like yeah. just go deep. Mm-hmm. before you spread don't don't spread your wings too too soon yeah you know what i'm saying so that's really what i was able to grasp and learn i mean there's a bunch of other jewels that we don't discuss but that was the one that really really stuck out so i've kind of pulled back the reins a little bit as far as acquiring different things i mean i got like 60 different laces and i i'm doing okay but i have a few that i purchased in the very beginning before get lace became like get laced and I still got them. Like I'm sitting on them. Mm-hmm. They're not like, they're just not moving. And I feel mm-hmm. like I purchased too many. So to any aspiring entrepreneur such as yourself, and I'm talking to the, to the, to the man in the mirror as well. Like we have to try to figure out what really works. And another jewel that Damon dropped, he was like, man, most people are safe. They want black 
white and that's it maybe a little bit of color every now and then but you got all these different laces and you got all these different colors and it sound good because these jays coming out and they might be magenta so you got magenta laces but that's gonna be like 15 people the laces the shoes are magenta and black most people are gonna buy the black yeah then i can take them out and put them in my white and black shoes when i'm done you Makes know sense. what i mean so yeah. it that resonated deep within me to where i need to just slow down a little bit so mm-hmm. i got i got my colors coming out and things like that i wish i wish he told me this like in November. Man. <laughs> and I just bought a bunch of shirts that I'm trying Man. to move. And I got six different colors and they're doing okay. But you know what shirt has sold the most? The black. Blacks. <laughs> yeah. Blacks. Yeah, man. I tried to get color. I got green. I got this this like volt fluorescent. Like, nah. oh man, it ain't nah, it ain't moving. That ain't, that ain't gonna it work, ain't bro. Moving, but the black is <laughs> off the shelf. You know what I mean? But so with me, man, like the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is that you can fail, but it's yours and you can yeah. fail forward and learn yeah. from it. Right. So we, we out here learning, man. We learning, dog. And we keeping it real. Like I don't have to walk into a meeting and put on a face. Mm-hmm. It's me. Yeah. This what you get. I'm on right. the I'm on the showcase. We talk your shit. I'm in the podcast. Talk your shit. Yeah. Like I'm able to say the word shit. Yeah. Ain't nobody tripping. Nope. So I'm me. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of it. And I can't stress that level of comfort and how much I appreciate it enough. Right. For me to have a brand where I have a bunch of different logos, but my primary logo that I like to use now is red, black, and green, the colors of the Pan-African flag created by Mr. Marcus Mosiah Garvey. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you can't do it anywhere else. You know nah, what I'm saying? You can't. Like, it's mine. And if I don't like it, I change the color. Want it. You know what I'm saying? It's me. The culture is in the name. The culture is in the vibe. We're keeping that shit alive. And we're able to do what we do. And the beauty about it all is that at the end of the day, we can pass this down to our kids, man. Real shit. That's real shit, man. For real. You know, and they, they, they the ones who keep me going, man. When they walk up and it's like, yo, man, I could have a regular shipment come to the door, bro. It's just a regular shipment. They ain't got nothing to do with my business. Mm-hmm. They roll up like, ooh, ooh new shades. We got some new shades. That's some new shades. I'm like, nah, nah, man. It's just regular. Nah. They're like, ah, all right. I'm like, damn. Yeah. All right. <laughs> They watching, bro. They watching. They watching. So they soaking like, it man, up, man. They're I gotta soaking. keep this shit going. They soaking, man. Shit. And it's not gonna. They don't. They don't really know all that they're learning nope. until they get a little bit older, and then mm-hmm. it'll begin to show itself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you plant the seed and you water the seeds, and that tree takes a long time to grow. Real shit. Like you might not ever get shade from this tree based off of the seeds you're planting. But your kids, man, they're going to be sitting in some shaded territory. Real though, man. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Speaking of of, uh, seeds, man, I know you seen them seeds pop up at the Capitol the other day. You talking about (laughs) seeds like Caucasians? (laughs) (laughs) Man, hey, hey, bro, look, look, look. That shit was crazy. The insurrection was was real. I was Man. I was leaving um I left a meeting and I was in I was on the I was in the car and I was driving talking to my cousin Jonathan, my brother, talking to my brother Jonathan, man. And um he's like, P, these folks are storming the Capitol. I was like, who? He's like, shut up. He's like, I was like, the, the Capitol what? He's like, bro, the Capitol in DC. I was like, who's storming? He's like, man, these white folks, Trump, Trump's people. I said, what? Dog, stock market took a dip, man. I was losing bread. I was like, ah. Oh. I and so I pulled over, I tuned into CNN, I'm watching it. 
was like, man, I seen it all happen. And I started buying more stocks. I knew it was going to shoot right back up. And it oh. did. I got paid. I ain't yeah. on front. But yeah. man, the fact that this is this is this is where we're at, man. And the country in itself is going through something it's had to deal with its entire existence. We never dealt with slavery. We never dealt with discrimination fully. We never fully engaged with it. You know what I'm saying? We put band-aids on bullet wounds, as they say, you know, and we never fully discussed it and never fully engaged with it to the point where, where we can figure out how to get out of it, how to resolve the ills that it has brought about. Because it's not just people being enslaved for, you know, 200 years and being snatched from the, the from the continent. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a matter of the systems that exist that put certain people in certain spaces and put others in other spaces. And how, yeah, there's things that go on that 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 we might do that continue to put us in those same environments. True. However, these are all sis- these are all elements of a larger system that has been designed right. to keep certain people out and allow certain people in. Mm-hmm. And if you fail to acknowledge that, then shame on you, because it's a reality for yes. many. Yes. For many. And the fact that they had the audacity to walk up there armed, pushing people, but breaking through windows, climbing walls to get up in there and do their thing. They were willing to lose their lives. And, and some nobody lost, and some have lost their lives. They did. But it wasn't a bloody massacre or none of that. No, nope, nope, none of that. Nope. None of that. You nah. know what I'm saying? Like the Panthers walked up on the Capitol in California with legally carrying weapons to protest the Mulford Act. I think it was like 69 or something. But man, they locked all, all, all of them up to my recollection. And they didn't even, they didn't even come in there. They just walked on, they made a wrong turn and walked on the actual floor instead of inside of the viewers arena. And they got arrested and whatnot. Man, these, so America's due for a change. It's changing, you know, believe it or not. And Biden being the president, he's not the he's not the uh, he's he's not the silver bullet. He's not going to change everything. He's not. No one's going to change everything. Change starts within you. Right. Change starts within you, within yourself, within your household. What are you doing for your people, for your family to make sure that they have and are able to do what what they need to do? You know what I'm saying? People are so concerned about Joe Biden and what he's doing. But like I said in the previous episode, you don't even know who's your who's your kid's school board president. You ain't got their number, but you arguing about Joe Biden on Facebook. Man, get the fuck out of here. You need to know who's on the school board, who's pushing this this curriculum that's indoctrinating your kids. Make sure you know that as well. So all in all, man, we got to remain steadfast and grind no matter who's in the White House. Shout out to Auntie. Kamala Harris, believe I don't care how you feel about her, man. It's in I, I watched my daughter's eyes when she saw that woman of and color. My, and likewise, likewise up moms. there, and she's telling me, "Wow, yeah." I don't care that she locked up a bunch. Not, of, I mean, not, I'm right. not gonna say I don't care. She locked up a whole bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? And Let me my, retract that statement. But she is a prosecutor, and that's what they do. So my, my middle child, my middle child. After seeing that, I I I second that. My middle child, all my girls actually felt the same way, but my middle child, dog, she was working on a homework assignment. And um, one of the one of the questions on the assignments asked, what would you like to be when you grow up? And she had three different choices. One out of the three choices, she stated she wanted to be she wanted to be the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I said, bet. <laughs> That's what's up. 
And how I know that was because of Miss Miss Auntie Kalama, uh, Kamala Harris, because she saw her get appointed, you know, and, and that that really like made her feel some type of way, like in a good way. It's you know, empowering, it's, 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 it's empowering, empowering you know, as as women, you know, uh, I respect that. I respect that. And, and I seen that in my own girls' eyes. Like they were like, wow, like because they're taught in school. That presidents, vice presidents, senate, they all white people. All white men. All white men. That's not even it. women. That's it. So for them to see that, I was like, man, I ain't got nothing to say. Thank nothing. you. Nothing. Thank you. Nothing. You know, and I don't care what people think about her and I what don't. she's done. I'm not concerned about what people think or feel. My uh-huh. my my big thing is I've and I've seen this on Twitter, on Wealth Twitter, on Black Twitter, whatever you want to call it, this whole push. Like, why they keep making slave movies? Why they keep making movies about drug dealers or black people and all this other stuff? And they say that because it it shows us in a derogatory and a negative light. I get it. Okay, cool. But then you have someone who's doing something positive, who's who's made it to a position and is the first to do it. And if you speak about that in in the essence of it's encouraging, it's like, oh, well, she, well, she locked up so many brothers and sisters and yada, yada. And not to say yada, yada, because, you know, she did that, but she was a prosecutor. And that's what prosecutors do. That's what they do, though. You know what I'm saying? And yes, there's a couple foul things that she did, and I don't want to get into all of that. You know what I'm saying? But hey, man, if your Uncle Ray Ray did what, what he did, he got what he got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got some homeboys that did some stuff that they shouldn't have done. And they in there doing whatever that they doing. Likewise. And that's just, that's really just like part of it. So despite all of that, without going into so that conversation is empowering for our kids, our people, our culture to see that and to see that level of achievement. You know what I'm saying? And, and she from the base. Ain't she from Cali? She from the Bay, ain't she? she from saying, up north. Man, she from Cali, man. You know what I'm saying? The Yay. She from the Yay. Like she grew up how we grew up. You know, and she went to a historical black college, Howard University, you know. So, I mean, come on, man. Like you said, if Uncle Ray Ray did this. Did what he did, then hey, Uncle Ray, Uncle Ray Ray deserved recording. Uncle Ray Ray deserved what he deserved. You feel me? So uh, it is what it is. But but overall, nah, man, I'm all for her, man. Fuck all, right fuck what everybody else is talking about, man. But but nah, man, I just have to point that out. Like that shit tripped me out with the Capitol, man. But outside of that, man, let's let's uh, we got Biden. You know, he's in office right now, so let's see how that turns out. But at the end of the day, um. I'm still grinding for mines, man, as, as I've mentioned, as I mentioned on a regular basis, man. You know, I will say with Trump out, man, we, we can't see some peace in this, a, a little bit of peace in this a world. because just, it's, just a hair. Man, you man, know, I still see the flags flying. Man, shit, you know, I'm get a little peace. You know, I can look over my left shoulder. Oh, compared to I was looking over my left and my right, but I can just look look over my left now. So, but nah, man, you know it's a new new age, new era, a little bit. We'll see how that turns out. And uh, shit, uh, that's that's pretty much it, man. But uh, we just got to keep grinding, remain steadfast, and uh, yeah, no matter what, man, just take care of our business, man. Just. Don't forget where we come, where we came from, man. We and we gotta, gotta, we gotta support each other, man. Gotta support, man. We gotta support. Like try to try to find as many as many uh, items that you can replace in your household in your daily life with a black-owned business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shout out to minority businesses, but in general, but black businesses in particular. And you know, support our man. own, man. Man, support That's- the culture, man. Man, that's real talk, man. So, so check this out. We got a couple shout outs. Um, talking about supporting your own. 
Look, if you're looking for, for some belts, go to Luxor 3 Official. Check them out at Luxor 3 Official. They also coming out with some wallets. They coming out one, you know, January 31st. Your wallet is ripped up, a little mm-hmm. bulky. You know, you know how we get down. Your mm-hmm. shit ripped up, a little bulky, but you're still trying to manage and keep it, you know, keep it in place, keep it together. Throw that wallet away. It, throw it, that it, shit away. It's trash. <laughs> throw that shit away and get you another fucking wallet <laughs> on January 31st. Luxor 3 official, y'all. Shout out to to Ike man, that's his company. He's also a uh, a sponsor on his on our on our show. So yeah, represent, yeah. show him some love. We also want to show some love to uh, what's that uh, what, what's your boy man? Respect three, my boy R three relentless, R three relentless man, R three man. man relentless tease man. Shout out to my boy man. He got a story like none other man. He, yeah man, he's out here doing this thing. He'll be on the show soon. Definitely man. We got him cracking man. So shout out to him. Who else we missing, man? And the one-stop shop, GW District. www.shopgwdistrict.com. They got, I think, over 100 different Black-owned businesses. I, I equate it to a Black Amazon or a Black Etsy or whatever. And they out there in Texas, my boy Leon Daniels, Mr. Daniels, the family. And they are out there. They got a bunch of businesses and you can get a lot of things that you need in your day-to-day from the GW District. Also on Instagram at GW District. Yo! And then, uh, man, we also don't hate. We show love to other podcasts. You know, we're not, we not your typical podcast show. So we want to have y'all show love to uh, Tweet Talk Podcast, man. Oh, our Tweet fr- Talk. Our hey, friend brother Todd Capital. You know, Charles Oglesby and Raphael. Um, Raphael Sadiq. Awesome. But, you know, my boy called him Sadiq. Sadiq. You know, but Tweet Talk Podcast, y'all check him out, man. They got that fire, man. That fire. They got that fire, man. They streaming on all platforms. Check them out. Mm-hmm. Show them some love. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much it on our end, man. But we appreciate you, man. I'm glad we were able to record tonight, man. Um, we've been, like I said, we've been off for about a week and a half to two weeks now, man. And, uh it's just, it's just good to be back, man. Record, get some stuff it off is, our chest. Man. It is. You know, and what a not a better way to do it than with my brother, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, man. 7209. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. man, shout out to you, your son, the family, healthy babies, sure. all that good stuff, man. We hope that you enjoyed the show today to tonight, depending on when you're when you're tuning in we hope you were able to love learn and laugh with us and you know we got to go out with a quote from my boy Nas, man since since we talking about the culture and, and how we adapt as a people he says oppression couldn't escape us through the ages we changed the basis of derogatory phrases and i say it's quite amazing we use the ghetto terms developed our own language no matter where it came from it's celebrated now people are mad if they ain't one mm. The culture, <clears throat> the culture, or oh, the culture. Hey man, you got anything else? Hey, you know who we got to give a shout out to? What's up? <laughs> shout out to Donald the Voice, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Shout out to my brother yes. Donald the Voice. Hey, hey, he was an educator, man. You know what? Let's get him on the show when we talk about education, man. He was actually a teacher for a while. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's make it happen, man. Hell yeah, I would love to have him on the show, man. Mm-hmm. Donald the Voice, man. Gems. And the brother got talent on the voice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, voiceover. But yeah, man. So we on, man. We out of here, man. Let's wrap this up, man. Appreciate you, man. You guys have a wonderful night. Stay blessed. Yup, yup. Peace. Peace out.